morning. Good morning. What is up? Last night I had some Indian food and it's so it's just so flavorful, Good? yummy. Yeah. yeah. But this morning I well all week I've kind of I had a bacon gouda sandwich yesterday morning from Starbucks. I had a coffee. I never get coffee. So my body just needs something green. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not I, eating anything until it gets me green in my body. Yeah, I had a rough week with food too. Yeah, I'll talk about it in my week update. But I went to the fair. Oh shoot! I went out. Scene report on the fair. I need it. <laughs> I need it later. My stomach is like. I went to the movies yesterday where they serve Whoa, you. Oh wait. Okay. What'd you see? Don't Amsterdam. Worry. Amsterdam. Yeah, it literally came out yesterday. Oh, is that the... Um, the one with Margot, Margot Robbie, yeah. and Anna Christian Bale. Taylor-Joy, and Christian Bale, okay. Taylor Swift. Like, Taylor star- Swift is... <laughs> she died in the first five minutes. Oh. It was so good. Okay. I'll talk about it okay. in my week highlight. But, um, Rachel, <laughs> start us off with, moved, with the week. I moved into my apartment this week. Um, yes, you moved. Yeah, it feels really good. It's huge. Too big for... One this, person? This small town girl. Just kidding. I'm from Chicago. But it's too big for one person. But that's the joy of it i we were talking about house scents i got my house scent it's expensive and incense well i was i was saying that you have to when you move get an an, like an expensive or like a nice candle or like essential oils because you said houses can be have a smell that's mildew adjacent yeah mildew adjacent like not (laughs) mildew they pass the inspection (laughs) but adjacent like you can feel the lead paint (laughs) going off the wall but yeah, I moved in. I got a king size bed. Oh really? I just wanted to invest in myself. Do you love it? Do you love the king size? Yes. Lil and I got a king size when I moved into this house. Yeah. Changed my and life. Just, it's there's so much room. I don't want to touch you when I sleep. There's so no, I don't want to be near yeah. anyone. Not yeah. even my own self. Not yeah. even perception of myself that's so laying with me. Do you me in the sleep bed. in the middle? No. Which what sucks is I'm trying to train myself to sleep in the middle. Because I still sleep as if I have a twin a bed. twin because college has ruined me. Well, okay, so here's my reason why you shouldn't sleep in the middle oh. is because, so Lillian's parents, whenever we go back, they have like a, you know, like everyone has that bed when they like get in this high school. This tea is so good. This Thank you. I made you tea. Thanks. Um, you know that like yeah. bed that like gets passed down yeah. through like everyone when they're in high school or whatever, they get the yes. big room or whatever. Like, yeah. So everyone got this really nice comfy bed and everyone just slept in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so now when like L- that's Lillian in my bed when we go stay, it like indents Oof. in the middle. So we're like having to sleep on top of each other. So you're playing like lava like <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> because it like it like indented to people in the middle. So like we can't sleep on our like sides. That could be like uh it's not comfy. That could be social commentary. Yeah, it's not comfy. So I would suggest not sleeping mm. on in the middle so that like it's, when you the, sleep with somebody, yeah. you're not falling into the middle. Although that is years of like, that is years of laying. Sleeping, yeah. But. It's maybe, a nice bed. I bought it from a gal on Facebook Marketplace who ooh. is a biker, a Tulsa like biker. Okay. Kind of like a cool, and like what, road biker. Why was she getting rid of it? Tulsa Tuck. Just because? She's moving in with her boyfriend. And they're getting like a house house. And he was like, I want a new fancy bed. So she's like, oh, well, I just got this six months ago. So I was like, oh, sell six it to months a ago? sweet black girl on Did you, <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Did you get a really nice mattress topper? 
No, I need to. Because it's like firm, but I like that it's firm. I love a firm bed. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. I went to Target and they have some really good mm. mattress toppers. Like two okay, inch fair. mattress toppers. Target's been doing some good deals. Have you seen that? Yeah. They're doing like their Target deals. And then Prime's about to do Prime Day. So there's just a lot happening. And I've been calling my parents Consumerism. a ton about everything. Consumerism. Because I'm like, Mom, I don't. Sometimes I think I don't need my parents. I think we all feel that way being in our 20s. Yeah. But I need my. <laughs> good for you. I mean, my parents, and they've helped out a lot. And they talk to me for so long. They love chatting with us. Yeah, my parents love chatting. I love chatting with my parents. They love chatting. I love chatting. They're happy that the, I meant to tell you, they're happy the podcast is back. They said, we love Ethan. Aww. Hi, hi, mom and dad. (laughs) Uh, Both families, mom and dad Brown and mom and dad Schaefer. Yes, hi. Yeah. Shout out. I'm pretty sure my mom's listening. I'm pretty sure my dad won't. Good. But, but I went out on the town also. They, yeah. they don't know that, but now they'll know. Um, <laughs> what'd you do? I went like out and went to Vitus and went dancing. Oh, we went to Vitus. Okay, I went last week, last Friday. So did... We went... I think I saw that. No, we went Saturday. Okay, but I went because um, the owner was spinning 8 to 10. We went the early shift. Aaron? Yeah. Aaron oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love, I love his sets. Yeah. yeah, he comes to cycle. All the time. Oh, really? To our, yeah, he loves that it. That makes sense. Yeah. So he was spinning 8 to 10, so it was more like chill house. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. EDM playlists where it's just the yeah. same beat. Yeah. So it was so nice. We went... But we went a little too hard. <laughs> Good. Did you go with Kelton? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, our two other friends. Oh, awesome. Yes. We went after a wedding, and um, we went, and we went in... And it was just like the for like an hour, and I was like, I don't want to dance to this. See, I love. What time did you go? Oh, it was like ten thirty, eleven. Okay, because I feel like I like that for conversation. It was really nice. It was a different vibe to go there and sit. We sat in one of the booth, like the booths. I sat in the and, bars too. Yeah, and, I was like, and then they have the candles out. Yeah. Until like ten when it gets packed because they don't want the place to burn down, but. It was really nice. I, I love it when they have like the chill like house. Yes. And you're like have I a drink in your hand. Sophisticated. And, yeah. It's Even a good... though I was there with my boyfriend, I was like, yeah. I'm alone in this city. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how that yeah. bar feels. No, yeah. But once it gets to like 10, 30, 11, yes. and all the frat people walk in and just like, nts, 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 nts. they always go, eh, eh. Yeah. And you're like, no. This is not an A bar. Go down the street to the Tulsan. They'll let you yeah. in. We can just vibe in here and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. You're first in line. You're first in line. So I'm glad you went out. Did you go anywhere else when you were out on the town? We went to the Tolson because I wanted to introduce my friends. I've never been. No, they didn't like it. I like it for the bit. I'm always down for a bit. So it's fratty. They sell like Pink Whitney, like liquor and jello shots and so like yeah i'm gonna go and they and they play radio music which sometimes i need it sometimes oh i, don't I like it. well i was telling lillian my favorite dj sets are when they play mashups of radio yes. hits have you seen those tiktoks oh you're not on tiktok yeah but the where they're like um when you go to a white club and they're like, I gotta fuck, I gotta fuck a person. Oh, it's like the white people at the oh, white club. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. Like, yeah. that's what I need no, when I'm so like fun. dancing. Yeah. Well, we went one time yeah. a while back and it was a great set. It was a guest DJ from OKC. Okay. And they were playing, I don't, 
I think I remember it like because he was playing like he would like throw in like Shakira and then he would throw in like yeah. Whitney mm-hmm. and then he would throw in like Ari and okay, then he would fun. like throw in like really good like yeah. Lizzo or Remy Wolf like really good stuff we mixes. know but, yeah. yeah okay per yeah I don't I don't like just the like constant beat yeah we need some and then some you twist, like build up twist you go. Do, 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 and then it like goes back down and then it's just like, do, 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 <laughs> you're like and you're like boo I'm bored where's the goods I love Sydney Lee she's my yes she's, my she's great shout out Sydney Lee if you're happy to be listening to this. and Foxy Foxy I like her work I like Aaron they're all great I like Aaron a yeah. lot yeah. yeah they're all great what did you do this week so uh, I finished the TV show Severance on Apple TV <laughs> have you watched oh man oh man yes um, I... That show is... I could go on and on. It was so incredible. I don't yeah. even know how to explain it. So if you haven't watched it... Give him the rundown. It's um, about... I would say it's like... It's not really in the future. It's like based in like right now. But it feels very dystopian. Because it's sterile. Yeah. So um, there's this like big corporate center kind of like a picture like a google like corporate offices or a nike corporate offices or something like that for like something a tech silicon, brand silicon. silicon valley <laughs> but like in the middle of mm-hmm. tulsa or a middle of like a kansas city doesn't have dallas or yeah smell. so um they are running a program called the severance program where you get a uh thing injected into your brain that severs your memories from your work life and your personal life so you don't know your what you're doing at work and you don't know what you're doing at home and vice versa um and then the whole time they're trying to communicate to each other like the in is any is communicating to the audi and they're trying to communicate things happen um it's like super it's, it's like the perfect amount of like suspenseful but not scary but not suspenseful where i'm like holding a blanket yeah it's not where like the music is climaxing it's just like little awkward encounters that like over and over and over that because it's commentary on capitalism and the workforce because it's i think it's based on it's based on a book is it mm -hmm. Uh, so so the the lead actor is uh from parks Parks and rec married to leslie nope Mm -hmm. Um, and he does incredible yeah. in this, like, serious role. And Milchek, the, like, yeah. security, head of security is amazing, too. Where's he from? He's a Broadway actor. <laughs> I thought, I thought. Theater kids are up, always. So, he, he's from Broadway. Where's Helly from? I think she's new. I, I feel like she's new. I think I've heard that. She like, yeah. did mm-hmm. incredible. The twists are, like, it's, it's such a payoff. I've heard it's, like, good payoff. I, no, finishing it, I like. I needed more, and yeah. I needed a second season immediately. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was. I loved it too. Did it win Emmys? I think so. I think it won quite a few. Yeah, I think it was nominated for the most, like that and Succession, which Succession is. We'll have to do a pot on that when it comes back. But Succession and Severance were the top nominated, but I don't think Succession won a lot. Are you are you uh, fact well, checking? Yeah, <laughs> fact check it. Severance Emmys. So it won in total. Apple TV 
landed nine Emmy Awards this year, including five Creative Arts Emmys with their Carpool Karaoke this series. Boo. Um, earning the top honor for Outstanding Short Form Comedy, its fifth win in a row. Celebrated Best Drama Series nominee Severance, making its Emmy debut mm. with two wins. Yeah, they won title design and then music. Which I agree. The title, like the... Yes, the, okay, the I, double. I said, <laughs> this, I said this when I finished, um, when I finished the morning show. Apple TV is bringing back... Mm the main title theme song. And I love that you love that. Is that your... Well, your have niche? you seen The Morning Show? No. That really? one's incredible. Yeah, okay. The, like, intro's incredible, mm-hmm. and their score is incredible. But Severance specifically, like, their score is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. eerie and really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a facial. Um, so Lillian, yes. if you follow us on Instagram, she's been going through this microneedling process to get rid of some acne scars and acne that like has just been like lingering after two rounds of Accutane and everything like that. I have never dealt with like bad acne. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have really like deep open pores, Mm -hmm. like specifically on my T-zone. And I, um, Lillian was like, you should really just go to my facialist and like get a facial to like see if there needs to be like further action or like just like, we have that income. We have that flexible spending. Yeah. Um, let's take care of ourselves. Richie and so, rich. Um, it was really in line with my like super goop actions. So I went, <laughs> um, and you did not just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My personality is getting super goop. Super gooped. Yeah, I'm super gooped. Yeah. Gooped up. Um, so I got a facial, and she did like a really like a harsh chemical exfoliant mm. and then she did some like <clears throat> I don't know you look great thank you it's been about it's been a little over a week since I got it and I really like I haven't had any blemishes. it looks like like I'm looking at your left cheek and <laughs> it's uh-huh. like yeah smooth like yeah it looks she did like, very good real, like it's not like it looks like skin you know sometimes when people get yeah work done or facials and it looks too good yeah. like yours looks real she and it's, she's done really good both on Lillian too where it like still looks really real and looks like her like you don't lose that yes. texture yeah because you still want yeah you want real yeah, yeah. but she Very uh, real. she at the end was like so we're done with the facial do you like want a massage and I was like kind of like running late for work and I was like <laughs> no you know what yes I said no <laughs> because she was like she was, like, one, two connected to a friend group. Like, she's not mm. in a friend group, but she was, like, one removed from, like... Friend group adjacent. Yeah, and I, like, that's uncomfy. You think? She's also a girl and I'm a guy. Okay. okay. I was okay. just like, no. No. I'd rather you not. Like, I get it, please, I get it. Like, I, I was it. talking to her the entire time during my it. facial. I felt kind of awkward. I, like, feel kind of awkward in those spaces where it's, like... Uh. You and I both run in adjacent circles gotcha. in Tulsa. I see you out. You could have got that hookup, right? Yeah. Well, and that's why I I, I went because I had the hookup. Yeah. But she, I I didn't I didn't <laughs> opt in for the massage. She like got done with the facial, and I was like, okay, thank you. Bye. See ya. Yeah. I was like, we're <laughs> done nice. here. But no, your skin looks great. Thank you. Um, speaking of medical things, I got an allergy shot. Oh. I got an allergy shot back. Oh, I saw your close friends. 
Yeah. So I <laughs> had to go to the ER. Yeah. Well, I first went to the allergist and... Are you okay? Oh, your allergies I have really bad, bad allergies. Yeah. Ever since I moved to Oklahoma, I've had really bad allergies. And um, I went to the allergist and they were like, oh, we only do custom shots. And I like couldn't breathe that day so bad. And I was sneezing every two seconds. I had a photo shoot the day before and I like literally had to like walk away from the photo shoot mid photo shoot because uh, I was like sneezing so bad. Yeah. And so I was like, can I get a shot? And they're like, we only do custom shots for, like, for people. Mm. I was like, you have to have a generic one. Yeah. I need it. They also were requiring masks and I didn't have a mask. I don't have, I don't carry a mask mm. with me. So I was mm. like, I had to go back to my house, yes. get a mask. Like it was a whole, it took yeah. three hours of my day. Then I, they were like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't like, we won't see you. And I was like, oh, awesome. I need a shot today. Yeah. And they were like, you could try the ER. So I try the ER. Oh Long story short, another two hours later, <gasps> I finally have a shot. Sorry, good, good. Still hadn't eaten lunch. I was getting like hangry. Too bad it wasn't like, you know, that'd be nice if like the shot at the end was like fireball, but <laughs> too bad it's Lil and I have been on a fireball kick. <laughs> But it's like a shot. Because this is a shot in your butt. It's a booster mm-hmm. shot. Okay. But I don't have a problem with shots. I'm okay with both them. Both kinds. Both, <laughs> both kinds. So I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you got it. On an up note, I went to... Well, and I can breathe. I can breathe through yeah. my nose for the first yeah. time in a few mm. months. So um, I went to a Thunder preseason game. Whoa, because they did them at the BOK. They here. did them at the BOK. And my work got uh, my team tickets. Nice. And our, like, spouses or partners yeah. tickets. And uh, so we got tickets and we went. And it was really fun. Lillian really loves basketball. I really... Because she used to play. She used to play. She's a baller. <laughs> I, like, I love the aesthetic. But I don't really, like, I don't really care yeah. about the... I don't know. When we go to the BOK, regardless of what's going on, or any arena, we get a pretzel and a beer. Ah. We so have like you have to yeah. get a pretzel and a beer, and we searched high and low for a pretzel. Back to your G- German roots, aren't you German? Yeah, I think I think so. <laughs> and maybe we should take a twenty three and Me test on on right on the pod on the podcast or open the result on the pod. Yeah, I mean I already have mine, but yeah, you should do yours. <laughs> <laughs> like I can do mine right now. Um, but uh, they didn't have any pretzels, and so we uh. left. We actually just left. Lillian was like, I want a pretzel. And we like walked around the entire first range. Okay, that feels very, I got a facial. <laughs> it feels like I have an allergy test. I have a facial. I have a beer in my hand. Give me my pretzel. I just ate. Yeah, I had a nice little dinner. And I'm like, give me my pretzel. You don't have a pretzel? I'm out. We're leaving. And I did. And we left. It, it's also as if you need a kid in your hand to be like, let's go. Yeah. It was like Lillian in my hand, and I was like, we're out of here. But it was her to me being but like, did I'm you get, leaving. were you able to get your pretzel? I no. feel like there's other places in the city. No. no? Oh. It was like too late to go to like Quick Trip for or like, like a gas station. Auntie Ants needs to open drive throughs They keep hinting at it. A downtown. Gosh. Auntie Ants is the, maybe I'll go do that today. You should. Best pretzel in town at the mall. Yeah. And the reason I go to the mall. We've gone together. The pepperoni. What? The pepperoni no, pretzel. No, you're, that's where you're wrong. Sweet almond. No, that one's also gas. Also the cinnamon sugar. Also the jalapeno. Pepperoni feels like I would need something green after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So you go right over to get a green smoothie, uh, balances it out. Nothing ever happens. I just needed to push it through. My it's not that I don't want it's not that I don't want to eat it. I, I want to eat it. Lo will do the cinnamon sugar one and I'll do the pepperoni and we like switch okay. halfway through okay. so it like sits a little easier. <laughs> In our, it's in like our gentle stomach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also went to the fair. Okay. You went to the fair. No, I'm going today. Oh. Um, it was my it was me and Lillian's me, first time yeah, at the fair. Give me a scene report. Oh, wait. So we went what? yeah. You've never been to the fair? No. No. So we went It wasn't oh I don't know. So we went like so we got free. Maybe in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, no. We got some free tickets. Mm-hmm. Give me more. Works. <laughs> no, I gave them to my coworker. You should have reached out. The machine's kind of expensive. I know, fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I never paid. Yeah. So we went with some friends, and they go only once a year. And yeah. but when they go once a year, they ball out. Yes. And so which is the point? Which is the point? So we go, and we were like, let's everyone. We're gonna go our separate ways. We're all gonna get different foods. And we're gonna get back at a table, Love and we're this. just gonna like dig in. This is like traveling dinner. Like so this. we did. We did corn dogs. Dinner party at the There's fair. a vendor called W's. Okay. Um, Where you gotta give me? It's I don't it's know. like a it's, it's own a little city. bit in. It's a little bit in. Okay. It's it's <laughs> near the Polar Express ride. <laughs> Pause. Full stop. Moment of silence for the Polar. <laughs> Next time we say Polar Express, you should bleep it out. Yeah. Where so I went I? to the and. Um, it was incredible. So one of Lillian's clients mm-hmm. for fitness is the guy who runs. Yeah. So he was giving us run. He runs oh, the fair. Fun. So okay. he's giving us all these like little like tips and tricks. Yeah. And he said Way W's is the best. The pro tips. He said W's okay. is the best corn dog. So we did corn dog funnel cake. We did uh, cheese curds. Mm-hmm. We did pizza on a stick, yep. which was insane. Do you have any photos? And then we did fried. We did a fried platter, so it was fried pickles, fried jalapenos, onion rings, fried chips, fried nachos, and keep going. Fried. Just keep going, even though. Oh, uh, there was like <laughs> fried potato up. wedges or something like that. And it was yeah, that's where I like maxed out. But the rest of it was really really yeah. good, uh, and it was the great way we do it. We went to the Stella Rosa. Okay. Bar area. Amazing. Uh, I would 10 out of 10 recommend okay. because it's clean. I know that your coworker Sam likes Stella Rosa, right? Yeah. I That's loved it. That's a random fact. I feel like I... <laughs> it was so Hopefully clean. There was listening. no she's one gonna... there. There was no one there. Okay. Because you went on a... Monday. Oh. So no, nice. no, there was people at the fair. There was no, no one at Stella Rosa. The little Stella Rosa. Yeah. Cattle barn is what they called it or something like that. Outlaw post. <laughs> partner saloon <laughs> yeah so uh and then we went so we all had beers yeah. big beers and then we all got that big food okay, walked around we went to the wine garden yeah. in the in the expo and we got everyone got wine smoothies i've heard those are great yes i'm on the tulsa restaurant reviews facebook group and oh really keep, you, Join you need me to it. it yeah i'll get you on there it's also hilarious for all the people that just rant about Oh, add me. Please, yeah. Um, but I, I, um, wine the slushy. wine, the wine slushy was yeah. great. Okay. It was really good. What kind did you like? Um, I got. I know you're the sommelier. I got the uh, peach bellini. Oh. <laughs> you're talking my language. Um, 
Next Lillian, time I come on Lillian the podcast. Got, Lillian got Naughty Girl Margarita. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. This so is how, good. Uh, I can't so wait. Good. The friend that I'm going with is, uh, I don't know if she'll be drinking. No, but, but you have to. I, I'll, yeah. She, you she'll can even be get my... the samples. Okay. You can get a little samples. Okay. They gave us a sample of the apple cobbler. Yeah. Wine frozen slushy. Mm-hmm. Great. Delish. It, it made sense at the fair. It's kind of a start to a good week. Yeah, sure. It didn't start my stomach off for a good week. But oh, and then I went to Amsterdam. I did yes, a lot this movie, last week. Yeah, no, you did. It's a great movie. Okay. I love that Taylor Swift died in the first five yeah. minutes. I'm a big fan, but she's not an actress. No. Just like, just but like they Harry just Styles. like planted her in there. But they had her in there, and she actually did really good. Not award worthy, but she like did oh, good enough no. to carry the role yeah, of like, like the damsel in distress. Yes. And then. My favorite bit in movies and like slightly humorous movies yep. is when someone gets ran over by a car or hit by a car. Like in Mean Girls when she gets hit by a school bus. Uh, so funny. Okay. Taylor Swift gets pushed into the road and a See, car like comically like drives over mm, her. So you would love my appearance in the Victory Christmas production <laughs> getting hit by a car. This year? No. Past. The one tense. we went to, right? Yeah, I loved it. You got hit by a car. And I, like, I love that bit. Like, that, I think, is my favorite comedy bit, is getting hit by a car. Because it's so, like, the driver's always like, what? (laughs) Was that a speed bump? And you're like, no, that was a literal human. I want for your life. And then in in Amsterdam, you see Taylor Swift's legs, like, rolling. It was so bad, but it was so (laughs) funny. You know she got paid a million dollars to get her legs rolled. It was so funny. It was so funny. Okay, I'll to watch. Anyway, Amsterdam is the best of what I like of Wes Anderson and nothing I hate from Wes Anderson. But movies. was it Wes Anderson? No. No. Okay. But it was like, like the aesthetic. Energy. energy. It was okay. everything I love of a Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson film and adjacent. nothing I hate. Yeah. It was great. Everyone, it was like very star, star studded, but it didn't, everyone was good in their role. Good. Good. Margot Robbie? I love her. She can. She's the woman right now who can Australian do no wrong. Australian queen. But Sam said she was like, but she's the kind of girl that five other girls look just like her, and you can't mm. ever tell who she is. Yeah. And I can't I wait for the Barbie movie. That's gonna be my villain era. Do you think? See that. Are you gonna see that in theaters? Yeah. Greta Gerwig's directing it. Of course I am. Oh. Uh, of course I am. I'm nervous for it, but okay. Dang! This week, wild pop culture wise too. So much has happened. So we decided to add a new section called Zeitgeist of the Week, where we talk about pop culture incidents. Yeah, because we went to week. college and we use words like zeitgeist. <laughs> uh huh. We have a bachelor's. Um. So first thing that happened is Emma Chamberlain's AD tour. I don't. I don't know. I wanted to talk about this, and now I'm like, why don't you It want might to? be filled with bitterness. <laughs> why? Because she has a. Because why didn't I pick up a camera at 15? No. Uh huh. She bought the most beautiful house. For what was it, five million? Yeah. Before renovations, spent a year and a half flipping it. It's uh <laughs> the most beautiful house I've ever seen. She is the trendsetter. She is the woman. And I'm of mad the about year. it. And she, sh- how did she? Okay, I will. I will say she's the trendsetter for people maybe twenty four and under. Yes. Because everyone like. I know about her because I'm chronically online. Yeah. We know about her because we're online. But 
but I'm 23. Are, like, I, and I've heard, yeah, and I've heard people that are like 27, 28 that are like, I never watched her. Like, I know who she is because I see her on my For You page and on my feed a lot, but otherwise, she's not. That's an interesting point because yeah. I feel like she, even like Lily and I aren't that demographic, she still influences us. Like, yeah. you were, mm. we were saying this morning, like, as, as I was like making my coffee, yeah. like, I use nut pods because she says she likes yes. nut pods. I go to Kava because she said she likes Kava. Yes, and we knew what Kava was before it came to, to our Tulsa. city. Yeah. Because she talks about yes. it. Yes. And I think she plants those seeds. <laughs> nut pods, yeah. get it? Wait, nuts aren't seeds. Never mind. But it it's was, almond and I was trying coconut. To be, I was trying to be clever. Seeds, yeah. <laughs> you said keep but, <laughs> but she she is the trend. Like, she's the mm-hmm. one who's like, I like sweater vests. And sweater vests are now popular. Yeah, and like the corn... I'm mad yes. about her corn tables. That's really the root of the issue. That's no, really the so seed. they're so good. Her pool has corn tables. Are you kidding me? It's like the perfect amount of like, if you and I got a house. I could see both. <laughs> it's like clean. That's true. It's polished. Yeah. The one bathroom, the like second one or whatever. I know she has a bunch, but the second one she showed that's like the off the pool house. Yeah. Like pool house bathroom. Oh my god. Where they brought the patio tile into the bathroom. Yes. And it's like a boat. And yes. there's like a big sink in the middle. And how do you think of, like, my theme is going to be about, I don't know, but I love it. Yes. I love it. Phenomenal. Um, if you hear a leaf blower outside, there is a leaf blower Saturday outside. Saturday morning. But it just it adds to the ambience. It's also, like, 60 degrees, so we're, we're thriving. But the speaking of other YouTubers, the Try Guys scandal, do you know anything about the Try Guys? Well, I saw you add it to our notes, <laughs> and I, like, Googled it, but then I got bored of Googling yes. it. So I was going to wait for you to tell me. <laughs> so the Try Guys are these guys that try new things i don't really know fully i just know that it's a big deal they started off on buzzfeed but they're super wholesome Um, yes four guys of different like they're very diverse cast yeah so it's diverse there's one there's one asian Asian man (laughs) yeah i I redact (laughs) i'm gonna bleep that go back and bleep say it again (laughs) yeah um no but they ned fulmer was like, I'm guessing the most wholesome out of all of them are like just the kind, like Mary. I don't even kind, know which one you're talking like, about. Like I don't know either. Okay. But think, <laughs> think like Golden Child. Okay. Okay. Sweet has sure. a family, a wife. Kids? I think her name's Ariel. I think they have one kid. I think. Oh, oh, people are gonna be listening and be like, "You're dead wrong," but I don't care. You know, I'm gonna state these as facts. Yeah. Ned Fulmer didn't pay yeah. his taxes. No, <laughs> just yeah. start yeah, spouting come on, off give it. accusations. Come on. You just like start lying. <laughs> We, like, suddenly have a lot more views on this Ned episode. <laughs> Most shared. No, so then he uh, had been having a consensual work relationship with a coworker, and And then it also tied into the Adam Levine thing. It was just a lot of, like, men, white men coming out I just, being like, I, I messed up. And <laughs> everyone's like, okay, well, we know, like, men aren't amazing. Humans suck. I so. just, it, like, it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. And then. Why can't, why can't men just like stop? Come on, men. It doesn't, it truly does not make sense. Like cheating does not make sense to me. No. That is like, it, I, it just doesn't make, no. like just break up. Yeah. Or don't cheat. Or don't cheat. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And no, in no world do you like need to have a sexual relationship with your coworker. No. That is like wildly inappropriate. That is like my official stance. It's like you should never date someone. It's you like we're we're why don't we talk anymore? No one's like talking. Just like hang, spouse. just like get a coffee, get, go with a group. Or with no, I'm saying or like 
if you're feeling that way towards a coworker, this is so funny that we're talking about this. Yeah. If you feel that way towards a coworker, go to your spouse and be like, or, hey, or partner. I'm yeah. actually like feeling this for someone. Like, can we talk? Like, is there things that like we there, can do, yeah. or is there boundaries <laughs> that I need to set? Yeah. Dang. But don't date your coworker. No. Yeah. Amen. Um, another thing, crazy thing happened that I'm actually sad about more than anything. Kanye West. We know that Kanye West has a history of bipolar disorder, and he's on another um, kind of episode of mania. Right I see now. it when he starts posting again. Is yes. when he's like not okay again. A manic. Yeah. Um, he needs this some, one. His team needs to take away his Instagram. Yeah, but they won't. They can't. Um, he pays them too much. Yeah, but he um, just created a shirt that said "White Lives Matter," um, and has been like posing with different figures of the right wing and. Highly, highly, highly conservative. Conservative, how should I say? Rubbing elbows with conservative mm-hmm. icons. Well, he has been. He has been for a few years. Yeah. Um, uh, but you... this one's different because he's also been attacking one of the Vogue editors who is a queen. Um, she's black and just has been actively making her place as like a black person yeah. in, in the in, in vogue being in one of the fashion. only and yeah yeah and high fashion too and um has like come out against the shirt and was at the show so she saw it live uh, like the come Bell out so, show. Mm-hmm. Can, so can you to be, yeah go ahead can you explain why that like wearing a white lives matter shirt from kanye is hurtful or why that yeah. like well isn't... it's hurtful anyway as we know okay there's, there's so many layers Black Lives Matter is people, the right wing has taken it to mean something, like demonized it and made it really, oh, it's so bad because we can't say that because all lives matter. And that's not true because historically, we know black lives Mm -hmm. have always, black and brown lives have always been systemically (laughs) oppressed. And well, I don't want to go into that because we all know. Um, And to say that is always putting white people at the center, like be like white lives matter, to even be like all lives matter or blue lives matter, to constantly have to be like, no, white people need to be at the center of this narrative is like scary and c- still is oppressing black lives, even my own. It's a little unsettling, like it brought some anxiety on. I was mm-hmm. like, what is going on in my body right now? Um, but for Connie to do it after even wearing the MAGA hat, like it's not as. The manga hat was a little bit more chill, but this is like next level. Like also inviting like Tucker Carlson, like Fox News media guy, to come to his offices yeah. like a couple days ago, and it's just I feel like you can see that I'm like Ew. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have more. I have more thoughts about it, yeah, and maybe we should have an episode about <laughs> True. it. But I, it is sad, and it's it's. I've been really privileged to like have these conversations with you and like learn about these like i i know that that's not okay no but to like hear your firsthand experience would be like this in tulsa and like in oklahoma it is it is it is hard and it's layered too very very complex yeah and yeah we don't have to talk about it anymore Um, on a positive note, Paramore dropped a new song oh, and yeah, a video. Come, yeah, in the race war, I'm saving Paramore. <laughs> I'm saving Haley Williams. Have you seen that? Where it's like, 
it's like when it's time to eat the rich and then the audio's like no I'm good and it's like Paramore I'm not it's like hungry. I'm I'm not hungry I'm not, I'm not hungry, hungry. that's no, me exactly. with Paramore no. that was when they released this first single Haley Williams could eat me yeah I was <laughs> like not... this song I'm the visuals, saving her the video the <sighs> how they shoot they're coming for main they're coming for they're, they're coming for radios throughout this time yes they are just I saw a video of them performing it live for the first time and she, her red hair's back and I just feel like I'm in 2009 and I'm thriving and everything's right with the world so I'm thankful that they're back she and she's dating Taylor their guitars oh really is she Aww. yeah so that's cool too I'm like what everything feels I... right I love Haley Williams yeah. and I love Paramore and I love her growth as a person and I'm so excited for this and album. She's an ally too. Yeah. She constantly fights for women and black women and marginalized communities so Use her out voice to for Hayley. good. Yes. Yeah, uses her voice yes. for good. Yes, yes. Um, there's drama in the Chess world and okay, it actually was pretty this. significant. Yeah. Um, significant enough for like my like little news podcast to talk about it. So this is like Queen's Gambit? Like... Yeah. <laughs> so the number one player, and I'm not even going to spend much time on it because I'm like kind of bored of it at this point. <laughs> the number one player in the world was at a tournament uh, playing this 19-year-old newcomer. Yes. Um, the newcomer ended up beating him mm. in quite a few, not a very long game. Usually a game can take hours. Yeah. And um, this one took minutes. Yeah. And the 19-year-old won. And um, they replayed in the tournament again. And after like four moves, the number one player in the world actually resigned mm. from the game and the tournament. Oh. Like he just like got up and left. And um, he has been releasing, the number one player in the world has been releasing all these like cryptic tweets, like, like either videos or like comments because you can't like comment on someone else's playing I guess yeah, in the chess yeah. world especially like if you're in the federation I or wish we like knew that. you know I wish we had that niche yeah. knowledge but um what he can do is hint so the 19 year old's getting like grilled a lot like why do you why do you hmm. think this like the number one player in the world like stepped down from you yeah. like and he's like oh I'm just like good I'm just like the number one I'm like you have nothing to fear. And then it comes out this 19-year-old cheated on chess.com oh, early on in his career as a kid. Like, so he, in his words, like could level up and play harder games. But he cheated. And then chess.com came out and said, hey, your statistics, like you've never lost a game. Like, there's no way mm. you can do that. So then it sends the chess world spiraling of like, how can you cheat on the world platform? First of all, the sentence chess world spiraling. Yeah. Just... So he, um, so people like you can't obviously prove if he was cheating. Yeah. Like, he knows. Kinda, yeah. He also, his coach uh, is notorious for cheating accusations. And so the number this one player like... tweeted and was like, I'm sure your coach is so proud of you. Like, so, like, everyone in the chess world knows. So, this is, like, Tom Brady, Patriots. Yes. Inflatable ball. Yes. Yes. Bill Belichick. If I, if I got that right, that would be scary. That'd I think be you cool. did. It was a night. Yeah. But that level, like... Anyway, so, the the chess world is, like, analyzing mm -hmm. what is okay and what... How, yeah. how do you... Because computers are smarter than us, specifically yes. at chess, because there's just so many ways that you can... 
Like a computer, right. there's only so many moves you can actually do in chess. Yeah. The computer is always going to outsmart you. Mm. So chess is one of those games that if you play like person to person is technology less. Mm. Yes. And so it really comes down to human brains. But if you add technology yeah. in, you're always going to lose and suddenly the game is nullified like rigged yeah. yeah and so now the conversations are being had of like what does it look like to protect not having technology mm. in your game or at tournaments a lot of people think he like might have had a buzzer on him that buzzed like once to move your bishop mm. or buzz twice to like move your queen um <laughs> yeah like crazy That's like... and then someone on the other end is like doing the game on the computer mm-hmm. <laughs> So it reminds me of like the ACT. Like yeah. They like, yeah. Don't bring in any water bottles. Don't bring in this. Don't. So essentially, and people were taking like bathroom breaks, and in bathroom breaks, they ah. were like playing the game on their smartphone. Ah. Yeah. So the chess world is up in shambles. I'll update you if anything else happens. <laughs> Thanks. Um, the last pop culture, pretty big moment. Yeah. It's two tiered. First. Bad gal. Well, before oh. that, Apple Music bought out the Super Bowl yeah. halftime show from Pepsi. So Apple Music and Coke? Yes. But Apple Music is Not like... Not to be confused with cocaine. Yeah. Coca-Cola. But Apple Music is like the main like sponsor. Yeah. Okay. Um... That's, that is a big deal. Which is a big deal that a streaming platform... I mean, it's not their money. It's yeah. Apple's money. Yeah. But, um... Bought it out? Apple Music bought it out, which I think... Hopefully, can provide some really nice, nice upgrades. We're talking about Apple, their intros for their TV shows on Apple TV being nice. So yeah, they have the money to spend. It's also like it's a tax write-off for them to like invest in entertainment. And so podcast was sponsored by Silicon Valley. I gosh, I hope so. And um, so anyway, Rihanna then the next day announced that she was performing. (laughs) And how did she announce? How did she announce it? A photo of her hand holding a football. Her first post since February. With her nails done. Yeah, hair done. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. did. Ah, oh, jeez. It was perfect. And then, did you see the NFL put on their bio? Like, NFL stands for National Fenty League. Oh, really? Yes. Whoa. They did it for like a day. <laughs> they, I, so I love Rihanna. So do I. Imagine like... She's gonna kill. She's my. She's one of my all-time faves. Her, you do love her. Her 2016 VMA performances, yeah. where she was the only performer that night, because she won the Vanguard Award, uh, and she wanted three performances. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. that know, was her be, Super Bowl. Okay, being at the Super Bowl, like, imagine if like your B-reel went off or something. <laughs> like, I would be like, yes. Well, I would ignore. I would ignore the notification. Do you even have? Do you have, are you are you on? I deleted B-reel. Were you on it? I was. For about a month. Why? Why'd you delete it? Well, that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about today. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um... Why? Wh- how do you feel? What? <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about Be Real and yeah. social media and, like, our perception of social media and mm-hmm. as we, like, not just, like, us two, but as society becomes chronically online. Yeah. Um... I've just been like thinking a lot about it mm. and especially me like who has run social media accounts before you yes. have well, yeah. someone who has like my job is dependent a lot on social media my income when I was a freelancer is based on social media and so my relationship with social media is 
is pretty like extreme. Um, so I've been thinking about it. So I want to have a conversation today about social media mm -hmm. and specifically vulnerability and be yep. real. Um, and I don't think this conversation has a conclusion no. or a answer, but I just want to start the conversation okay. and see where I'm it open. goes. I'm open. So my main source, so I broke it into two, yeah. two um, main bullet points. Um, the first is the problem with vulnerability on social media as a whole, even mm. before we talk about be real, yeah. the advent just of be real, just the Facebook, Twitter, yes. Instagram. So my main source for this section, yeah, I brought sources today. Twitch, Discord. I'm just gonna yeah. start naming yeah. all. So I brought sources today. Okay. So oh, um, the main source for this first section of the problem of vulnerability on social media is this article I found from ID hmm. magazine titled How Being Vulnerable Vulnerable on Social Media is Keeping Us from Real Life Intimacy by Sarah Raiden. Mm -hmm. Um it was a super like eloquently written essentially just the issue yeah. of social media. Um, so they interviewed a few different influencers and a few different like forum starters. One of them being Elise Fox. She's the founder yes. of Sad Girls Club, yes. um, which is an online community for those coping with mental illness. She admitted in this article interview that her biggest motivator for being vulnerable online is that she feels comforted, quote, knowing that others resonate with my current mood and can share tips that are easy to track. Mm. Um, mm. It's so it's so funny that social media, like her, Elise Fox creating this Sad Girls Club, like social media is causing us so much like mental illness because we're comparing yeah. and we see so much and we're inundated with so much information. But the ways that we combat that is by creating <laughs> social media groups or groups on social media yeah. that can gather together and share thoughts over yeah. media, over an internet platform. Because we're so chronically online, we need social media to save us from social media. And it's interesting <laughs> that like her form of income mm. is based on her talking about mental illness, about mental illness on a social media yeah. app like it's a weird like endless circle that will like never end no. like oh you're making money so you might heal but you still need to talk about it because that's how you make money but then you're sad because you're online because your job is online wow. you can never truly unplug wow. so you're sad and do you feel that way like um being on your laptop running social media from your phone running running creative I photo think, shoots getting yeah. content Pumping that content out, doing that all over again, getting on your laptop, emails. I think to, yeah, I think to some, that's a good question. I think to some degree I do. And I think I feel like Lily and I will have like these check-ins of like, do I feel okay today? Like on social media or is today a day that I need to not be on social media? Yeah, truly mindful. And it really like, like yesterday I had all these meetings about social media strategy and like all these things. And tomorrow I have a meeting about social media strat and stuff like that. And like, it does take up a lot of, of mental energy. And so usually on those days I like try to step back a little bit and it is so hard when like my job is not only to be on social media, but analyze what social media is doing and read all these like forums and blogs about trends and audios yeah. and like all yeah. these things and it's just it's too much to be up on the zeitgeist the zeitgeist How do the you zeitgeist but of 
not actual culture of subculture that you can't Google. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's what's exhausting. Like, Lillian makes reels for her gym. Yes. But to, like, make a reel, you have to watch reels to find out what's trending. Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they got us wrapped around their finger. Help. Help. So, her, her um, article, Elise Fox, and yeah. her saying this, does sharing our feelings on social media hinder us from being able to be vulnerable when we are face-to-face? Yeah. Um, Ask that again. Does sharing our feelings on social media hinder us from being able to be vulnerable when Mm. we're face to face? I think yes. Yeah. And I think my I think my answer is yes because being vulnerable online, we have time to edit our responses Mm. and we have time to spell check and make sure we're polished and make sure that what we're saying aligns with the masses and or is going to resonate with our audience. It's always curated and. It makes it hard to have these authentic conversations. Like I know, for example, like you and I, when we've had these conversations about race or politics or, um, you know, you were over at our house, mental health, like it's so much harder for us to like sit down in two chairs and be like, (laughs) I'm really having a hard time or here's my opinion about X rather than me posting my opinion. Yeah about this like whatever Supreme Court decision when I've already seen people posting about it so I can grab this, grab this, grab this exactly. and now I have a perfect little statement. Exactly. Or like... We are our own social media managers. Yes. We are our own publicists. Yes. Whether we, we realize are, it or yeah. not. And um, a great example is a month or two ago someone in Tulsa, rightfully so, was getting cancelled and it was like Absolutely. pretty pretty large. Yeah. Um, you can say his name, Scott Taylor. Scott Taylor. Yeah. He was getting canceled, uh-huh. and um, he, yeah, I'm not beeping that one out. Yeah. And he, uh, for some really bad actions that he made, that mm-hmm. would take forever for us to get into. But there was a lot of like social media discourse around him and his art and him as a person and canceling him and victims sharing their stories and things like that. And it, like, I felt really pressured. I'm like, do I need to say something? Do I need to? Mm. Do I need to share a post? Do I need to retweet something? Yeah. And I felt this pressure of, do I need to be involved in this conversation when I'm not a victim? I didn't know him. I don't personally know someone who is affected mm. by it. So should I be saying something? The answer is no. Mm. And that. But then there's this, pr- yeah. There, but then there's, there's also this pressure. people that are like. Someone posted <laughs> and was like, men, if you're not posting, you are part of the problem. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to add to this. So why would I just be an echo chamber for yes, what we're saying? exactly. Because we, we know it's. We know it's bad. It's awful. And like my wife and I are having these conversations yeah. by ourselves in person. We're like dealing through our, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that reminds me of the black square. Like yes. it's like the like we should call it like the black square effect. Like, yes. <laughs> being like, oh, do I need to? I need to put my my voice out there in that echo chamber. But in reality, it's just clouding the important information that's being put out there. Yeah. Like to talk about Sydney Lee, who was like yes. heading this movement of getting this man exposed and getting him like outed from our community because yeah. women aren't feeling safe and they're not being protected and. If there were so many, like if you were posting, if I was posting, I, I've never met the guy. Never. Yeah. 
interacted with him. Mm-hmm. I know who he is. I've seen mm-hmm. his art. But, like, it's like, okay, how about I, I like, reshare yeah. Sydney Lee's or reshare yeah. other victims' stories instead? Highlight other people's. Yes. Rather than just posting a black square <laughs> where that's actually obstructing. Like, if I was to post a black square, which I never actually did post a black yeah. square. What? I didn't. I didn't post a black square <laughs> no because way. I had nothing to add to the yeah. conversation. And the conversations that I was having yeah. was in person. Mm-hmm. Like And, like... Not to bring in, like, the Bible, but it's like, yeah. don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing or whatever. Like, And I think that's so true of today. Like, why can't we do things silently? Or, like, why can't we give to organizations quietly? Or, like, totally. people don't know that I, like, maybe gave to Planned Parenthood or gave to, like, sexual assault protection organizations. Or, totally. Like... Yeah, and people don't need to know. Mm-hmm. No. So that leads me to a question of like, why do I prefer spending, sending a vulnerable text mm. over looking someone in the eyes and telling yeah. them my opinion? Mm. Um, Jennifer Muslim, mm-hmm. that's not how you say her last name. <laughs> Muscle Man. Muscle Man. A former media executive said, mm-hmm. quote, what used to solicit support in real life from friends and families now often begets on emotionally distant pat on the back with a like or a, quote, hang in there, friend, comment instead of a much-needed real-life phone mm. call or hangout for consolation or intervention. Yeah. Mm. And I... Dude, this is like, we can unpack that. I feel like we need well, to and that's so Well, and that's so real of like... When I am having a hard time, I often will like reach out like I the older me or younger me would reach out to friends and be like I'm having a hard day or like uh, like I'm yeah. sad and then you're like waiting for that response and validation mm-hmm. of like I'm so sorry or whatever um instead of me being like hey Rachel can we like go hang out can we like go, go sit down sit, can we go Have for a some, walk yeah. um because it's easier for me to post or I would say in my case to make a bit of it on my close friends. Yeah. And then get a few people saying, I'm so sorry, Ethan. Like Damn. that's so sad. And then move on. And move on. But then I feel gratified <laughs> because a few people swiped up. And that's an issue of brain chemistry. It's yeah. like yeah. where's the dopamine and like what's actually giving you a reward? Like totally. the like seeing that little Coral colored, yeah, little bubble pop up because it does it. Do you think it feels more gratifying to see mm. a tangible text rather than an in person conversation? See, I, I feel like the younger me would have been like, yeah, close friends, look at me, help, and even I have yeah. I have a separate Instagram that I'm not. We're gonna bleep out the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna say it, but I have a separate Instagram that I like write on and like put my thoughts out there and at first it was definitely I didn't follow anyone back it was just specifically a dump place Mm -hmm. and then more people started to find it and I was like oh shoot I've got to start curating like what I'm saying and you're curating your feelings I can't be as yeah that's a good way to put it like I can't be as open because so-and-so follows me and Mm -hmm. they know that I'm in this situation and blah blah or like people are gonna reach out and I almost didn't want people to know but I did at the same time. So it's like wanting to be exposed and wanting to be seen for who you are, but also like craving 
I don't know. It's both and. Like, well, you, I want yes. both. I want the gratification on social media, but I also want to be seen in public. And, and it's, yeah, it's hard <laughs> when you, social media has, like, really changed it to where, like, I want <laughs> this person I see when I go out to this bar yeah. to know that I'm hurting without me saying anything. Yeah. Or I want them to know that I'm sad. Yeah. Like, I want them to acknowledge my mm. hurt. But they don't owe... Yeah. They don't... No. They're, owe me and, that. And even getting that gratification, it doesn't last. We know that. Right. So it's like, wait, what are we actually looking for? What are we What are we looking for? And we're looking for that, like, quick little, like, dopamine... Yes. Hit. Something. Um, so that's kind of the, the issues yeah. of vulnerability. And I think truly vulnerability on social media has affected how we approach vulnerability because when's the last time you were vulnerable like on social media on on our posts like so that brings up a good a good post that i i kind of inspired all this like thinking of me so on your birthday you posted on your main account yes you were like i don't owe instagram any vulnerability absolutely not and I thought about that and I was like, why do I feel like I owe this app vulnerability? Why do I feel like I owe this app my feelings? And the answer is, I shouldn't. But we think we do. I thought I, that that's, that is a very new sentiment that I've grown It's very mature. Into, yeah. And I've even like pulled away a little bit from Instagram. Every other week I always want to get off. I, I want, need to. I want to post this quote from Michaela Cole, who wrote, yeah. I May Destroy You, that I love. Do you want me to read it? Or, uh, sure, whatever. This is an impromptu reading from Rachel Brown. Are we ready? Yeah. As I, I always want to get off social media. So here we go. She says, you find it. Okay. Write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel uncertain, that isn't comfortable. I dare you. In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves, and in turn to feel the need to feel constantly visible, for visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us, for a while and see what comes to you in the silence. Hmm. And as a writer, I like totally resonate with that, but cannot break the tether that social media well has. and i really like that part where it's like don't like don't be afraid to like disappear. disappear for a bit and i think that's so hard it's like oh if i'm working on myself if i'm reading this good book if i, I need a show. if i w- did this really cool project if i whatever whatever everybody needs to know. everyone needs to know that i'm successful Everyone needs to know that I'm doing good in the world. And it's like, why can't we be deadly on the low? Or like, why can't we get good at stuff on the low? We can't. We can't because we all feel the need. And maybe this is like LinkedIn's problem. This is Twitter's problem. <laughs> yeah. This is like, it's all of it. It's Facebook. It's like, why do I post once a year on Facebook about all the accomplishments mm. that I did in a year in a big photo dump? It's so that my parents, friends, and everyone sees yeah. that I'm successful. Or everyone from my hometown sees that I'm successful. And I think that's helpful though. Yeah. That, I feel like that's a good thing for it. But why do they need to see that I'm you're successful? Right. Yeah, you're right. Damn. I feel like I'm like, that's, that's yeah. so great. But like, no one <laughs> needs to know that I'm successful. Yeah. No one needs to know if I'm failing. No one needs to know if I'm having a like, hard time. Well, people do. People but I do. Think outside, like, outside of my yeah. circle mm-hmm. is what I mean. That you see. Yeah. People in your circle need which to know that Which I think that, that comes back to the idea of community and home, which we talked about last week, like being rooted where you are and yeah. having your roots stem out to people that you see all the time. Like even people at coffee shops, like I feel like Tulsa, 
has gotten a really good hang of that, like conversation in real life. Mm-hmm. Hello, I know you. You know me. It's organic. Mm-hmm. I see you every day. I'm gonna become friends with you. I'm gonna see you at bars. I'm gonna see you at this restaurant. Yeah. We're gonna be friends. Our circles are gonna grow. But like on social media, there isn't that. Like you can grow circles and you grow an audience per se, but do they? Do you mm-hmm. owe them as much vulnerability as you owe me or as mm-hmm. you owe? So that family. brings up. That's a good transition into my second point. <laughs> Her. Um, called candid core and be real gosh um so yeah be real is what is be real be real is a new app that actually sucks booty it's the, the platform is awful from like a i'm thinking like a you, technical like a standpoint. U- user oh, interface because you get everyone to download it like whoever downloads it the what do they call it the users yeah download it the end user and it goes off at the same time for everyone a notification goes off it's a little chime and you have two minutes to post a photo and it takes a photo on the dual camera so it's taking a photo at the front and the back simultaneously simultaneously and it's just whatever you're doing at that moment mm-hmm. um yeah and it's become a phenomenon you make friends you can curate your own like kind Friendly, of circle yeah. mm-hmm. So this app was really invented out of the need of something mm. real on social media. Yeah. So at the time that it was released or in the time that it was in like development, ago, yeah. Instagram has overly become overly curated, overly saturated, overly so, ad heavy. We should talk about um, in another episode the Instagram self-sabotage. I think oh, they're self-sabotaging. Jeez. Yeah, but like yeah. the like Instagram and I've I've fallen victim to this. Mm-hmm. I was out getting drinks with some friends last night and we were talking about how in college all of our Instagrams were very pretty. <laughs> like, we should like post ours. I'm just kidding. I feel like it's gonna defeat, de- the, defeat the purpose of this. <laughs> this but awesome. uh, but my Instagram feed I spent so much time yeah. on my Instagram feed. And I validated mm-hmm. that. And, and so did I. So I liked it. I was like nice or yeah. like we would set i feel like we would wouldn't we send stuff and be like does yes. this look good <laughs> yes like does this match on the grid yeah um and it was like highly curated moments yeah um so the need for for something real so the app explains itself as being a quote no filter no followers no ads no bullshit app once a day, over 2.5 million people simultaneously receive a notification a notification telling them it is time to be real. Users have two minutes to take a photo of both the front and back facing cameras. Um, but yeah, so there's no ads. Yeah. Um, there's no algorithm. There's two feeds on there. So it's like your friend feed, the people that you've added and they've accepted. And then you can go to like public feed where it's just, I don't know if it's people around you. I don't really go on there. But it's like random people that mm-hmm. have posted their be real to be public and not just for their friends. And you see photos of like zoomed in shoes or like yeah. they're out at the fair or at a movie or So the appeal is that everyone looks boring and the appeal is that <laughs> yeah. it is meant to like be like, oh, everyone's at your desk every day. Yes. But I watched a lot of like commentaries on be real uh-huh. and kind of preparation for it. And people were saying that they've realized that they would would stay doing something cool until they get the notification. But also with it, you can 
go Wait, late. Like, yeah, you can post late. So it's like, oh, I know I'm going, I know I'm going out. Yeah, or I'm seeing Harry Styles. So tonight. I'm gonna wait until I see Harry Styles to take my be real to show them that my life is actually exciting. Right? Yeah. So you are even in the boring, and this is my problem with be real, is that even in the an app that curates vulnerability, you are still curating an appearance of yourself. Mm. It's not actually real. It's still, yeah, seemingly real. And it's the same thing as I I linked it to, in my mind, when people posted, like, photo dumps on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, and I've done this before. It's like where it's like a blurry photo, a (laughs) meme, a photo of you, a photo of you out, a video, a silly little thing. And it's like all of this. And it looks seemingly uncurated. But it's like... You know that they're like hunched over their phone. like. But on my like curated, <laughs> right? Like I, I've spent... Like in, in the month of May, I did a photo dump. Yeah. And I know I spent 30, 40 minutes curating <laughs> this like photo dump of one month mm. to make it look like I didn't think about it. So will we ever be... <laughs> I don't think so. Where's the hope for being real? There's no hope. So I think... The official problem is that younger generations, may, maybe we call it the Emma Chamberlain generations mm. and younger. Gen Z. Gen Z has a problem with curated social media. Like mm. they have an issue with Instagram. Like it was our age group that introduced the overly curated Instagram. Yeah. Yes. And they are kind of... Because I went through a pink era on my Instagram. I went through a black and white. We went through yeah. the borders. Oh, yeah. If any Gen Zers are listening to this, what do you guys know about white borders? Black borders? <laughs> what do you know about cropping all your photos into the square grid? Yes, because now they're spoiled and they can do the wide, oh, full yeah. format. We couldn't. <laughs> no. We couldn't. I went through an era where I made sure every border was the same so all the edge of oh, all my so photos like were white. Touching each other? So yeah. it was like a... Yeah. Scrapbook kind yeah. of thing. Oh, you were really curating it. Yeah. Per. Spent way too much time in high school. But, um. There's no. Younger generation, Gen Z, has the issue with that, like, and because of TikTok. And because you're following these people, you're watching people cry. You're watching people mid-fight. You're watching people See, I do love, things. I love Gen Z for that. Yeah. Because they, like, sometimes they'll go on, like, Gen Z. I'm trying to think of like who I'm following. I'm like, who do I follow that has like a good Gen Z feed? Because I don't, I don't interact with a lot of Gen Z. <laughs> but sometimes they just post whatever. It's like the blurriest thing, yeah. and they're like, sad, sad AF today, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, like, it's perfect. I guess my like my <laughs> official hot take and my like takeaway of this is that there is no such thing as a candid Instagram. Or even a be real. And that includes the candid photo dumps and the post being like, I'm sad AF today. Mm. Like there's no such thing as actually candid feelings. Yeah. And it's hard because I know there is yes. candid. But you are making an active decision to stop in the middle of those feelings. Stop feeling and that post. for a minute. And post mm. to a wider audience. Even on your Finsta or even on your close friends, I have people on my close friends who aren't actually my close friends. And so when I post, I'm like reaching. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think... Mm. 
I don't know if I agree with your hot yeah, take. But feel, yeah, feel free that's to... That's why they're hot takes. Yeah, feel free to disagree Because with I'm about to give you a cold take. <laughs> give me a cold take. There can be real moments, but social media has tainted the idea of real, I think. Yeah. Not I think, I know. Yeah. The moment is real, but once we post it on social media, it goes through that filter, and all yeah. of a sudden you're like, this isn't real. Or, yeah. They thought about this. Yeah. Or they framed this a certain way. But I think the moment is real. The, yes, correct. And I and I want to give credit to that because I think that's why I like social media so much is, and be real so much is because I'm able to see into the lives yeah. of people that I see every day and people I don't see every day. Yeah. And maybe I think that's why I hate it is because you're <laughs> you're taking yourself out of that actual uh, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're got you're present. You're living in the present. I'm trying to. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because I've been so chronically online that I'm trying to like slowly chronically get off. Which we don't post as much on and on Sound Culture online Instagram and on our own as much as we used to. Yeah. I think we've grown. We've matured. I think I you know, like I used to go through who liked my photos. Mm. Or like I would post at the specific times to post for high engagement yes. or I would really care about my numbers on my personal page or you know whatever and I think like I believe that yes you like yes the moment is real and you're sharing the real moment which is the beauty of it yes. but I almost like have this like hard feeling of pulling away from the real moment to yeah. capture the real moment to share the moment mm. Mm. Like that to me is hard for mm. me because if I'm having a good dinner with friends, I don't want to pull out my phone and take a be real showing people that I'm at dinner with my yeah. friends. Maybe I just need to like get off all social media. What's that meme that's like, look at this. No one's on their phone. Everyone's just living in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you are. That's how I'm trying to be. And I'm trying to a like... A boomer. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be a boomer and I'm trying to not... I'm trying to find the balance of having photos for memories mm. and living in the moment so that I don't have any photos. Because we are so privileged that we yeah. have unlimited storage, beautiful cameras that are taking more photos that in one day that were ever taken in right. the 19th century or whatever. Right. So, so much bandwidth for memories. Right. But you're right. Maybe like not always posting. Yeah. Or saving them or, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's what I've done is like if I find myself taking out a photo, I will consciously not post that photo. Okay. Even on my close friends. I'm going to take one of you right now and not post it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Maybe I will post it. <laughs> yeah, post it on SoundCloud. Okay. Be real. But I, I, I don't know. I, I've been toying with these like emotions and I applaud Gen Z for like crying on social media yes yes never would i ever because even our and i think of our parents who were also raised really strict and not able to always express their needs and express yeah. their feelings so to be caboosed by a generation that's like mm -hmm. i don't care i'm look at this tear i cried i've cried 43 times this year and like, right and I do think there's some, like, healthy side to it of, like, I know I'm not alone. Yeah. I know I'm not the yes. only person who does X. I know yeah. I'm not the only person who needs medication. I know I'm not yeah. the only person who whatever. 
And that to me is helpful. I mean, it's way better than in the day, like in 2014, when I had to like search forums to see if this was like normal mm-hmm. or like this feeling was normal mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. because I didn't have the avenue or to talk thinking about it, it was bad too. Yeah. So I appreciate that, like that side of it where I don't have to dig to find emotions but I hate how we feel as the end consumer that we have to share those emotions. Mm. Woo. I, I, Woo. I don't know what else to say, but yeah. I, yeah, I think we'll always be in these like contradicting feelings. Yeah. Um, so please we'll let us know. T- yeah. And we'll keep talking about this. So if you made it this far in this episode, please let us know like absolutely your thoughts. Send us a DM. Miss um, Taylor Swift has been active on. She's been active on the, Clock app. Yeah, she's about to come out with an album. Do you want to talk about it soon? Yeah, on the next episode. We should. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, please message us. Please comment on our photos. Like, let us know what you're thinking yeah. about it. Maybe I'm dead wrong, <laughs> um, but I. We probably are. We probably are, <laughs> and that's okay, because this is our podcast. Not yours. Not yours. <laughs> well, we're excited for what's coming. We'll yeah. See you guys soon. Bye.